everyone. Nate here with your baseball five at five. And who else could we talk about than Aaron Judge? He's been killing it on the season, and he cr was crushing balls against the Orioles last night. Two home runs to bring his total up to 14. 14 for the season in 34 games. If you extrapolate that out to 162-game season, he's on pace for 66 home runs. Now, will he play all 162 games? I don't know. But it's pretty crazy to see. As you can see here, here, here are his stats. He's got 1,076 OPS. He's hitting 315 with a 384 on base and a 692 slugging. 1,076 OPS is by far the best of his career. He hit 1,049 OPS when he run one rookie of the year. And ever since then, he's settled into the 900s, essentially, 891 being his lowest. Aaron Judge is amazing, and he deserves all the props in the world for what he has been doing this year. I mean, you look at it, 1,076 OPS, 114% better than league average via OPS Plus at 214, 14 home runs, 7 doubles, that's 21 extra base hits in 34 games. Everything he's done, he's even added in two stolen bases. Everything he's done has been amazing, but it got me thinking, Aaron Judge is 30 years old. He turned down a contract extension. He's going to get a massive contract extension now that he bet on himself. What's crazy to me, though, is that you know who else is 30 years old? Oh, and we have a we have a card price of him. Sorry. Aaron Judge, 2013 Bowman Chrome Auto, just sold BGS 9.5 for $950. Best offer on May 18th. But <clears throat> you know who else is 30 years old? Mike Trout. That's right. That's the numbers on the bottom here that you can see on the screen. So Aaron Judge, while he's getting all of the accolades in the world, and he deserves them, Mike Trout is quietly has a 1,123 OPS, which is better than Aaron Judge's best season. He's had multiple seasons better than Aaron Judge's best season right now. And yet, you hear everyone talking about Judge. You hear nobody talking about Mike Trout, despite the fact that they're both 30 years old, and Mike Trout is yet again better than ever Aaron Judge is having a career year everyone's talking about him and he's still not as good as Mike Trout's just offensive numbers let alone defense and stolen bases Mike Trout is truly amazing and of course people know this in the card market you can see their prices here BGS 9.5 Aaron Judge that we covered earlier $950 a couple days earlier a PSA 9 Bowman Chrome Auto from 2009 for Mike Trout $12,400. So obviously the price difference speaks for itself. 12 times the price of an Aaron Judge. I just think it's funny that you have a guy like Judge who's 30, who's getting all the shine in the world. You've got another guy all the way across the United States who's also 30, who's not getting as much shine, despite everyone knowing he's Mike Trout. He just doesn't get talked about. And yet he is better than ever and better than everyone. So when you guys are investing... Yeah, it's fine to invest in a guy like Aaron Judge. It's fine to invest in other guys because they're significantly cheaper than Mike Trout. But if you have the money, you might as well just go after Mike Trout and call it a day. All right, we're back here with FlipQuest episode number 18. And this week, we got probably the card that i have most excited about of any card we've gotten during our FlipQuest weeks. And you see it here on the screen, the Juan Soto 2020 Tops Brooklyn Collection, one of one, Platinum Auto, PSA 8. Do we care about the PSA 8, Aaron? Uh, well, it's a PSA 9, so it's a little bit better than that. Oh, what am I, blind? Oh, the auto got an 8? Yeah, auto got an 8. 
Oh, well, I am blind. Uh, <laughs> but we don't care about the eight auto. We don't care about the nine grade because this is a one of one. One soda auto. It's like a pseudo uh, like update platinum, too. I know it's not like nearly to that level, but like, come on, the borders, platinum borders, one of one. It's a nice card. It's true. And should we talk about the reason why we got it? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I mean, you're the man behind this one. All right. So when we saw this, obviously it's 2020, right? You know, it's a second or a third year card. Is it going to be that sought after in the future? Well, for my money, I say yes, because how many one of one autos are there going to be by the time Juan Soto's career is done? And how many tons of other out of fives, out of tens, out of 25s, out of 50s are there going to be of Juan Soto? Those, there's going to be a ton. One of ones, there'll be a significantly less, and the closer you get to his rookie year, the better in my mind. So getting a one-of-one on-card Juan Soto auto that's already graded PSA 9 was a must for me. I thought for sure we'd have to go over $1,000 for it, and we went eight ten. Um, I think that was an absolute steal, and I'm really pumped to see what this card does. Maybe not this year, but a couple years from now, and... Maybe this year because I just saw a rumor right before we went live that he might get traded. I just read part of that article too. On, uh, it's on ESPN, I think. But you probably saw something else. Um, it intrigues me. It intrigues me, no doubt. And I know that there's going to be people out there that look at it and say, "Oh well, you know, they could just throw a one of one stamp on any card." But remember how collectors act. You know, collectors and and I guess you could say investors too want to find that piece that can be. Uh, sold in the future without have and this is our take too on this without having to like reference a completed sale um when you can look at this card and sure someone can go i guess see how much we paid for it but if you really want it you're gonna have to pay what we're asking for it is is the most important part of it or if you really want it and it goes up for a bidding war in the future um and you know soto's really hot or he just gets traded to like a massive team or this or that and uh, hopefully like a bidding war starts on the card too so like i think that on card helps a ton here because there are going to be more sodas that get signed and come out. Um, but a lot of them are going to be stickers too. You know, there's a lot of sticker auto placement in tops as products as veterans progress through their career. Sure. There's on cards between definitive. I'm think five stars got on card autographs too. dynasty obviously is on card autographs, but you're not sniffing a one of one dynasty soda auto for under a thousand dollars, which is what helps here is the, the cost behind it too. Um, which I'm a, I'm a big fan of like Nate, if you back, if you remember back, uh, this was probably like right when we started doing the live streams, we were looking at a 2019 tops, Chrome orange wave, uh, second year, I think it was a PSA nine or a PSA 10. It might've been a 10 of Soto, a number out of 25. And that thing I think went for around a thousand dollars or maybe more than that. And I'd be way happier with this thing right here on card auto signed the platinum background. I think it's a beautiful design and, uh, under a thousand dollars, which I think is a, a great place to be on a. Even an auto of soda on the first standpoint, too, honestly. Yeah. I mean, if you hit if you hit any auto out of any year of Juan Soto or Mike Trout or Ronald Lacuna or Bryce Harper or any of those guys, you're like, yeah, I'm sitting on money. You hit a one of one of those guys, you're definitely thinking you're sitting on at least a grand. Doesn't matter what year. And so for us getting this for an 810 price point, I feel really comfortable not only for the rest of this season, especially if he doesn't get traded, but I feel very comfortable holding this for years and watching what it does five years down the line when he's already a shoe in for Hall of Fame at that point. 
I agree. And keep in mind, you know, we did buy this last Sunday on the FlipQuest episode number 17 uh, on the PWCC weekly auction. And that is where we're accumulating all these cards to see what we can do in 2022, but also beyond. Because with what's going on right now in the market, uh, all markets, not just the card market, um, I think that there is not as much opportunity, of course, right now to sell on either a week by week or month by month basis. But when buying this card and others, our strategy is going to be in place now, you know, looking six months and ahead to, uh, you know, really envision long-term holds out of this stuff too. That makes sense instead of trying to bet on, you know, buying something and player does well and then flipping it two weeks later. Um, it doesn't work like that right now. So we kind of had to readjust the strategy, I think. And we, we got the George Russell dynasty. We sold some cards to help fund that, to help fund this. Now we're sitting on a out of five dynasty rookie patch auto of George Russell and a one of one Soto auto. Um, we are down like $800 on the year around there so far, but I'm very confident. I think Nate might be too in going this direction of getting maybe these, these players and driver in the case of George Russell, uh, higher end cards that might have more future, you know, beyond the, the, the next month or two is going to be our play here with this thing. Do you agree, Nate? I do agree. And I think that's, I think that's the way to go for the rest of 2022 with all the uncertainty in the world. Make sure you get in premium cards that, uh, you're not looking to move within the next month or two. Yeah, and I can't wait for this week, number 18, live on YouTube, 9.45 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us. We give away some cards. We buy some cards. We sell some cards, except not this week. We're not selling anything this week, but next week we've got some big ones uh, selling. And I absolutely cannot wait to see what we add next to the FlipQuest 2022. All right, on to the basketball five at five. And we have to talk about Jimmy Butler and the Heat. They played the Celtics last night and beat them 118 to 107, or two nights ago when you're watching this last night when I'm recording 118 to 107 and Jimmy Butler was spectacular now obviously the Celtics were going to be tired they went seven games against the Bucks it was a hard fought series it was a scrappy series it was a tough series whichever team was going to win that series was going to come into this heat series significantly more tired than the heat and I do think that that is going to cause the Celtics season to sink because of how tough this the Bucks series was that being said, we have to give props to Jimmy Butler. He was incredible last night. Absolutely incredible. You can see his stats here along with a price trend on his 2012 uh, Prism PSA 10. And last night, he went for 41 points, which by itself is amazing. But he added in nine rebounds, five assists, three blocks, four steals, and only had two turnovers. He went 12 for 19 from the field, shot 63%. And he went 17 for 18 from free throw, 94%. And he was cooking guys like Jason Tatum out there. It wasn't just anybody getting stuck on him. Jason Tatum's a solid defender, a big wing. It did not matter for Jimmy Butler. He doesn't always get the praise he deserves, but Jimmy Butler is always, always around winning. I present to you the last three playoff series Jimmy Butler was in. In 2018-2019, against the when he was on the 76ers against Toronto, they lost in seven games. Toronto goes on and wins the championship. In 2020, they lose in seven game or six games to the Lakers in the championship. And then last year, of course, they bowed out in four games, but they lost to the Bucks, who went on and won the championship. And this is all on top of Jimmy Butler taking that pitiful Timberwolves team to the playoffs the one season he was there you've seen what they did without him until this year when they got Anthony Edwards and uh, all those other guys in they finally became a playoff team but the previous years they were pretty pitiful the only year they weren't 
was because of Jimmy Butler. The guy just knows how to win. He wins all the time, and it's it's unbelievable. And you can see here his 2012 Prism Base PSA 10. In the last month, it's raised 10%, which is pretty good. We're not talking big autos here. We're talking a base auto in the mid or a base card in the midst of recession, in the midst of inflation. And yet Jimmy Butler has found a way to raise his prices on his base PSA 10 cards. Pretty hard feat nowadays. Even the guys that do really well, their cards have been dropping. Not easy to do, and yet here he is doing it because Jimmy Butler is a winner. He has proven that time and time again, and this year the Heat really didn't get many accolades the entire season. They are kind of the quiet number one seed that people didn't really talk about, and here we go again. The Heat, Jimmy Butler, might just have enough to make a championship, and if they make a championship, they might just have enough to win it, and then Jimmy Butler's name will go down in history as one of the better winners of this generation. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another Formula One 5 at 5 here on the Slab Stocks YouTube show. My name is Aaron, joined by a co-host today for the Formula One segment. Julian, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course, Julian's been on different uh, Slab Stocks podcasts slash uh, episodes of the past. He did one with Zach for our Slab Stocks FC, and here he is joining us for Formula One. So it's, uh, Julian is our intern, and uh, very happy to have Julian here talk about Formula One. So big race this weekend. We have uh, Barcelona at the Circuit de Catalunya. Super excited about that. Julian, uh, let us know about who's doing well this year so far for people that maybe aren't super tuned into the season yet. Yeah, so taking a look at um, some of the positions, most position gains so far in 2022, I mean, at the top of the list is Alex Albon, who has been super impressive, especially considering he's been in a Williams. His uh, partner, Nicholas Latifi, uh, has not been doing so hot. So considering how he's gone up 27 positions is super impressive. And then there's George Russell as well, who has been one of the most consistent drivers so far. I believe he's finished top five in every race so far. So that's, that's super impressive. And then you got Esteban Ocon underneath that and Latifi as well. But those top two, I would say, have been the most consistent so far. And then looking at the, the title race as well between Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc. I mean, at the start of the season, uh, Ferrari looked very, very strong. And it looked like they might blow everybody else out of the water. But since then, after uh, Red Bull kind of addressed some of their issues, uh, they've it's gotten a lot closer. So I wouldn't say just yet that the race is the title's uh, over, but um, it's it's definitely getting a lot closer. So it should be interesting this weekend. I'd say every race only heating up from here, depending on what happens with Leclerc these following races and Verstappen, obviously, too. Uh, we could see in the next few races if possibly tied in points which i think will be make for a super fun rest of the year and definitely the development on the card going forward is going to be important what do we got next year yeah so um this weekend i would say is big for mclaren and haas and especially daniel ricardo and mick schumacher those in particular um those two drivers haven't really kept up with their teammates exactly so i say this is a big weekend for them hoping they can get some big points uh lando norris is I mean, McLaren had a, a slow start. They didn't have the best car at the beginning of the year, but Lando Norris has definitely picked it up. Daniel Ricciardo has definitely struggled. He hasn't um, gotten a ton of points, so you can see the big difference, 35 points to 11 points. And then for Haas, Mick Schumacher is one of three uh, drivers who hasn't gotten any points so far this season, and uh, he's definitely going to be looking for some points. He finished 11th in the first race, so he was close, but he um, has struggled a little bit since then. Uh, and Kevin Magnuson's been doing very well. So I think it's a big, big weekend for those drivers. Definitely. And Mick Schumacher actually hasn't ever scored a career point in Formula One. Obviously, the son of Michael Schumacher, all-time legend. 
but he was super close last weekend until that you know dust up with Vettel, which kept both of them from points. And so I was very disappointed to see Miami. I think that the American crowd would have went wild to see Mick score some points. So hopefully it's not coming soon. As for a new release here, uh, 2021 Tops Dynasty has released since the last 5F5, uh, fully out in you know most people's hands if they bought it either through card shops or whatever. And uh, there is no, there's no Haas in this release. There's no Mick Schumacher, Schumacher uh, RPA like we were hoping for. There's no Nikita Mazepin, which I'm sure no one cares at all. But the Mick Schumacher RPA dilemma is definitely, um, I think, a problem for a lot of people, given that that would have made this set very, very, um, I'd say, like, sought after in the future and even right now. But one comparison we wanted to make here was between Ricardo's 2020 Topps Dynasty numbered out of 10 patch auto, uh, which is when he's with Renault, and comparing that to his McLaren one now in 2021 Dynasty, which is definitely um, a step up in the team department and fandom department in general, which should bring some more energy to that card potentially versus the 2020 Dynasty, uh, which sold for 1560 on May 1st, the 2020. 2021 ends this Saturday, current bid of 710 So I wouldn't be surprised to see his card get close to the 2020. And Julian, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree as well. I mean, he's he's on a bigger team for sure now, so that that's one factor. But I feel like there's also other factors, like you mentioned. I I personally, I know you do as well, like the design of the 2020 Dynasty better. And uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more on the next slide too. But like some of the patches, man, are just just very very sad, especially for some low numbered stuff, low pop stuff. I agree, man. I agree. And and it, let's do make it known that both Julian and I have purchased 2020 dynasty cards to hold in our collection or to sell in the future or whatever it is. Uh, Julian, who, what is your prediction for podium for this upcoming weekend in Barcelona? Uh, I'm thinking Charles Leclerc is definitely going to be um, top two. I think Ferrari's upgrades, that's going to, that's going to help them a lot. I think Mesh for is going to be up there too, as well. I think it's going to be another uh, showdown between uh, the Red Bull and the Ferrari. And I've got Sergio Perez probably coming in third. I think uh, Carlos Sainz has been racing really well, but um, I think Sergio Perez is looking very impressive. Who's your winner between Leclerc and Verstappen? I, I'm going to say Leclerc. I think uh, – me personally, I think Ferrari is going to uh, come out swinging with the the new upgrades. I know they didn't want to upgrade a ton at the beginning of the season because they looked really strong, but um, I think that they're, they're going to look very strong. And I – I'm just going to go out here and make a bold prediction that Sainz is going to get his first race victory at home in uh, Spain and then have Verstappen finish second and Leclerc get third. Uh, will it happen? I don't know. But all I know is that I like what Julian said. The new upgrades, I think, will help Ferrari a lot. And maybe we do see Sainz get his first race victory. What is up, everybody? It's Zach from at Premier Soccer Investing here with the Slapstocks FC 5 at 5 take of the week. Let's get into it. Today, this is going to be a fun one for me. I'm talking about two of my favorite players and two of Tottenham's finest, Hung Min Sun and Harry Kane. And as you can see here, both of them have been banging in the goals this season in the Premier League with Sun. Only one goal behind Sala for the golden boot in the Premier League with one game left at 21 goals. And Harry Kane having another strong season with 16 goals. And Sun has taken no penalty goals. And the reason I'm talking about these two guys today is, yes, obviously they're two of the best attackers in the world. But card-wise, they haven't always been super relevant, but I think that's going to change in the next year. Assuming, knock on wood, that Tottenham holds on to that fourth position in the in the Premier League and makes it into the Champions League this summer, and we keep Conti and strengthen, which are both likely to happen should we finish fourth, this Tottenham side will be a, a team that can really challenge for some major trophies next season. And then also you have the further boost of both these players uh, who will be appearing in the World Cup this 
up at the end of 2022. And then they've both been getting a huge amount of assists as well, often to each other with Sun having seven goals. So that's 28 goal contributions in the Premier League and Harry Kane having eight assists. So that's 24 goal contributions in the Premier League. So obviously great individual seasons by them. Today, we're going to be looking at their 2018 Prism World Cup base PSA 10s. So as you can see, these are cards that have similar in pop, but have lost a lot of value in the past year down $142 for this, for the sun and uh, down $130 for the cane. And there are a variety of reasons for this. There's Tottenham's huge dip in form, but also the price drop is not just related to performance, but is also related to the large amounts of, of these graded cards that came back onto the market quick. And so it remains a question on whether like these cheaper prison base non-rookie cards will rebound. If they do, it'll come off of team success, which I think Tottenham will experience next season and what their country should experience in the World Cup. Obviously, Kane with England is one of the, one of the favorites to win the World Cup. And Sun, South Korea, that's a team that can make noise uh, at the end of this year. And we look at their charts right now. Sun in the blue, Kane in the green. For the most part, they've relatively mirrored each other with the caveat of Sun generally having a higher value than Kane, which is interesting because many consider Kane to be the better player. And he's the fact that he's the captain of the England national team going for him. But that's not the only cards they have in their mark on the market. They also have their more true rookies. For Sun, his his true rookie is really the 2013-2014 Topps Chrome Bundesliga card. And obviously, and this is a card that is very, very low graded. But it has had some value on the few times ones have sold with a PSA 9 version of this card doing $225 in October and then an SGC 9.5 doing $250 about a month and a half ago. Long term, if Son and Kane go down as legends of the game, which Kane really is a chance of doing it because he should probably finish his career as the highest goal scorer in Premier League history, it'll be cards like these that could really, really carry value. The Prism's are nice in the short term, but the true rookie stuff will be there in the long term. And for Kane, we have his 2014-15 Tops Premier Club. Um, again, a card that's very, very low graded and very tough to find in good condition. With But again, a card that still has value with a BGS 9 doing $275 in February of this year and an SGC 9.5 doing $300. And especially this, this card for Kane in particular, I really like. It's his true rookie. England captain. He will go down as probably the highest score in an England shirt, a Tottenham shirt, and as anyone who's ever played in the Premier League. And now it's looking like both Tottenham and England will be contending for trophies for the rest of, for the, at least the next year and possibly for the rest of Kane's career. And if he does get that trophy, which is really the one thing he's missing in his career, he could really skyrocket in like importance to the game and then in terms of his card market as well. That's going to do it this week for the Slapstocks FC 5 and 5 take of the week. Come on, you Spurs.